You're listening to the Coast to 250k podcast with me, Blaine O'Donnell. And me, Aidan Doherty. And we're going to be taking on the mammoth challenge that is the race. This will be a 10-month documentation covering all the highs and lows that come with preparing for an ultra-endurance event. Right, so we jump right on then. Hi, so we're on episode two now. We survived episode one anyway. We have our first guest on the podcast today. Yeah. Sean McCrudden from The Race, one of the organisers. Were you one of the first organisers? Yeah, I've been there from day one. Uh, so um, I work at the Garton Outdoor Centre, so that's where the boys came to approach us about the race. Um, back probably six, six, seven years ago now, originally, I suppose. So... Uh, when, the, when David Burns and Manus Collins, the two two guys, came up with the idea, so when they landed uh, in the centre back then, we thought these boys are a bit a bit mad in the head. Think of this when they went through what they were thinking about and the time of year they were thinking about doing it. We thought these boys are a bit mad, but we got got talking to them and got to kind of know their their own background, so we knew what they were talking about. They've, they've done a lot of big stuff themselves, like they've done the Marathon de Sable and. The, They've cycled the length of Africa and they've went from right across Europe, cycling and running right across down to the bottom and then cycled right at the top and then kayaked down the Yancey River. It took them 11 Jesus. months. So, the, so they've done a lot. their credentials were quite good. So yeah. we, we kind of thought these boys are serious. So huh. that's that's how it all came about. So right. they, they kind of came and we scouted, scouted around the county to, to try and set up the course. And... Uh, they didn't want it. To, they didn't want to make it easy. <laughs> so, uh, so they, they picked uh, picked a, a lot of tough tough stuff to do. So, um, as you as as you've seen as you talked about in your first podcast uh, about the distances involved mm-hmm. in the course, but I suppose it's, it's it's more than the distance. It's the terrain. Right. Uh, you know, right. it's uh, there's a lot of, there's a lot of climbing and there's yeah. a lot of you know a, a lot of rough rough um, you know, hill hill climbing up as well and and. Uh, uh, big, uh, big cycling and a lot of running, you know. So it's 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 it's, it's a tough ask for anybody, and the terrain doesn't really make it any easier. <laughs> uh, so I watched it on the wee documentary. There's there's a bit, it just it sticks in my mind where the the fellow talks about the cycling section, and he says the hulls they're like walls, and his eyes just <laughs> kind of glaze over like he's reliving yeah. some horrible experience. Yeah, yeah, yeah. There's some there's some real there's some real tough climbs. Um, uh, coming out of, coming out of Rathmullen there, uh, just at the start of the cycle, it was a real steep steep bit of a climb, and then you're on to on to about another two three k, you're on to Nogala, which has a real kicker at the end as well. But then I suppose the big one is Lost Salt, where you're getting up up at the top, it kicks up to eighteen percent gradient, you know. So right. so it's a real, uh, you uh, know, after doing a half marathon and doing your kayak, right. and then you have about your eighty k odd and eighty k odd into that first cycle. And but it's not it's not really them them big hulls are tough, but it's the relentlessness of the hulls, mm. the smaller how the rolling, uh, and all the smaller stuff it just builds up and builds up and builds up. It's hard up to get into any sort of rhythm when you're up and down. Yeah, yeah. well, that's Donegal's like that, especially over that side of the county. You know, it's just, just there's there wouldn't be a section where you would get one k flat. You know, right. so so uh-huh. it's just relentless. And I think Constantly that's the, uh, I, I think that's when you know you think then you imagine that even some of the shorter hulls to be. To be tougher than probably they would be in a normal day, but right. you, know, you know yourself when you're covering <coughs> that kind of distance, and thinking about what lies ahead as well. You know that's that's it too. You see, so. And was the idea just to make it as difficult as possible? Pick the route that is going to be 
yeah, well, that that was the idea, and I mean that's why that's why it's running March as well mm -hmm. because it's it's it's, it's we want to make it as, as really uh, tough as possible to, I mean, to push people to the limit. I mean, the first two years, uh, maybe the first three years, even like. 30% dropout rate, so that's quite that's high. That's crazy, yeah, I didn't know that until yeah. the last podcast. You know, this last two years, probably the weather has been very kind, mm. although we had to cancel this year because of the beast from the east, and it went back to April, which obviously helped weather-wise, but we're back to March again now, so in 2019, so, <laughs> yeah. you know, but the, the weather can play a huge factor in it. Um, and what was the dropout last year? Was it like six or seven or something like that? Uh, it, was very, uh, it was very low. It was only, only a handful uh, of Uncharacteristically though? Yeah, uncharacteristically, mm. but it was like a perfect perfect day. Yeah. Uh, no one warm, you know, so it was... Mm. What, can I, what, can I, what does the weather normally be like every other year? Is it, is it pretty bad? Yeah, well, the, the, the first two years was very cold, uh, wet as well, but the second year was horrendous. Aye. It was horrendous. And I don't think I've ever seen a worse day in Donegal in my life. <laughs> oh, jeez. I was, I was doing the sweeper and uh, you couldn't even open the door of the van. You had to hold on tight to it because it was just ripped it out of your, out of your, out of your hands. And uh, I was traveling, I was sweeping around and I, I came on the last cyclist and I says, how's things going? He says, this is around fan, near Fanet Head. He says, it's great, I've been blown off the bike three times. <laughs> <laughs> But he says, I'm really loving it. I thought, very pretty. You know? <laughs> uh, that's the kind of people who invent the tracks. Just. Yeah, well, that's it. Uh, yeah. Yeah, I think you have to have a certain amount of uh, resilience, uh, resilience yeah. and uh, maybe a bit of madness to actually <laughs> do it. You know? but, but I mean, I mean on Mockies, they had to cut Mockies short, but the, 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 one, or the rain was actually blowing up over the top of the mountain. Aye. The one was that strong, you know. So you can imagine what it's like out there when it's quite a pretty remote then around Bloody Foreland. And, uh, on that and then kind of conditions but no but, but again a lot of people finish so it's mm. doable it's always doable yeah, it's, it's definitely doable yeah, yeah. do you want to tell us a wee bit about your athletic background well i suppose uh, it's only in later years i really got into endurance stuff is that mm. i would have come from a football played gaelic played soccer ran a bit not a, not a lot uh, but the last number of years just probably because of the race I, I got into doing a bit of endurance cycling uh, I've done the 555k kilometer ultra in Donegal the last three years so I've done it twice as a solo and a uh, two man team this year again it's, it's, it's a kind of a relentless thing because you're on the bike all the time yeah. you, you're not it's one discipline like so it's, and then Donegal is just notoriously holy yeah, yeah so it's, it's just um, again I was talking to a few guys after this, the guys had done it solo for the first time and I said oh my god so the guys had done the race and I said that's worse than the race mm, said they were right. saying that's worse because it's just the cycling all the time but Aye. I don't know I can't I've never done the race uh, so I don't know but um, they're both them tough you know I mean it's, it's, uh, cycling if you're a good cyclist uh, in the race it's, it's probably a, you know there's a lot of cycling in it you know, uh, so it uh, probably helps to be uh, helps to have your cycling done but then how do you train how do you train to be good still remain good in the bikes remain good at running yeah. and, and uh, do your kayak you know so that's, what, what is, is it two thirds cycling through the race yeah, well, you've it's ninety six, but a hundred and like you've over a hundred sixty k cycling, like mm. you know. So, so it's a lot. It's a big chunk of it, you know. Uh -huh. you, know you know, so but uh, good biker, you'll you know you have, you have a good chance, you know. Uh -huh. But but I suppose then, no matter how good biker you have to get up sometime to run to train uh -huh. for uh -huh. running, like you know as well. So, I suppose the, the one I would find I was listening to your podcast last week uh, about the kayaking, and a lot of people. Not so much now, but the first few years, especially turned up and just were never in a kayak in their life before. Right. Uh, a kayak, you know, and that's I think it's easy, but it's not that easy. Yeah. Uh, yeah. And um, it's not that 
it's not that you take a, it takes a lot of you, but if you don't have no technique, you need a good technique because ah. all you're doing is sapping your own energy. You know, mm. the better technique you have, the more energy you have ah. to get on the bike. You know, so yeah. it's worthwhile even doing four or five lessons on a kayak. You know, ah. to, to, to get. Well, I think that. we were definitely underestimating that too. Um, and then when we went down to do our like like threshold, uh, Kyle kind of put the fear on us, didn't he? Ah, he was like, definitely. no, it's the kayaks going to be really easy because yeah. just like you say, nobody's used to doing it. Yeah. We've never taken kayak before, um, yeah. so we were underestimating it too, yeah. and I don't think we should have. Yeah, there was a couple of guys, uh, one of the guys worked with me, did the race, uh, you know, and he's a kayak instructor, and mm. another guy who was friend as we're doing, they've been, they, they passed out between 20, 25 people on the kayak, just because, right. they're, good, because they're good at kayaking, you know, yeah. so, you know, you can imagine how much energy the other people were using trying to, although mm. maybe, the, maybe they started a half an hour before them, yeah. you know, how much energy they're using trying to get from, from Rem Elton to Rathmullen on the yeah. kayak, you know. That's more to do with that. It's just conserving your energy. That's what uh, you want to be doing, you know. Yeah. So, so and it's the kayak stage is early on the race too, mm, so you don't yeah. want to be burning yourself out yeah, that yeah, early. Yeah. No, and, so, and some people made mistakes of trying to eat food on the kayak. Right. And of course, the water <laughs> came in and got wet, and then they had no food and hadn't hadn't uh, hadn't enough food in their box then in Rathmullen. Right. Uh, so by the time they got to Muckies, they were depleted, you know. So uh, you know, there's just it's a lot of things to think about in it, you know. Uh, and, and there's nothing you can do there if if you don't have enough food. It's no. The only chance he has of another competitor gives you food. Right. That, that's what I mean. Everybody's uh, <laughs> at that early stages is not, not uh, going to want to hand away too much, you know. So. Uh, just one more question I have: Is there any, um, is there any stage particular that you think would be the toughest in the race? I'm thinking, obviously, the well, marathon's going to be yeah. the killer. Well, the, the feedback you get mostly for the toughest stage is the first cycle. Right. That's, that's what the majority of people would say is the toughest. Uh, right. I can have a relentless, a relentless uh, 96k of cycling, you know. Right. So, um, the marathon, I think by the time you get to the marathon, if you have enough time banked, yeah. you know, you, you'll, you'll, you'll make it, you know. Uh, mm. uh, although, you know, so you, you might have to walk a lot of it. But <laughs> well, that's what, exactly what you were saying by now. Uh, you know, um, it's, 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 I suppose it's, it's, it's banking that time earlier, earlier in the day. If you, if you can manage to do that again, it's, it's not easy, but. You know, but definitely that first cycle is just a tough, tough cycle. Tough yeah, yeah. So it's it's it's, it's prepare for the, prepare for the hills. <laughs> <laughs> and what's the what's the cutoff times at each stage? Um, yeah, you have to be you have to be uh, out of the water in Rathmullen by eleven. Um, I could stand corrected these, but I'm really sure. And then you have to be on the mountain by by five, and and on your bike by six. Right. Uh, so it's 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 um, tough enough, and then over in over in Dury, you have to be started by eleven o'clock on the marathon. On the marathon. On the marathon. Right. I won't really let anybody into it's twelve k up then to the top uh, before you go into the Glen Bay National Park. Right. So we can anybody doesn't get there by one o'clock, we wouldn't really let them down. Although still maybe four hours left, but if. If they're struggling to get there before one o'clock, just for safety ways, you know, we we we'll judge it. We'll to see how they're going. But okay. We've had to pull a few people there, and it's not nice <clears> to do that, but but it has to be done just for safety reasons. You have to do it. You know? Imagine getting the land and getting pulled. Oh, <laughs> that would be. I had a public competitor last year, like, but well, I actually made the call because I I was coming back from Dury and I passed the guy in the road and he, he was struggling, and I said to the I phoned back to the guy. I says, "No, don't let him, don't let him down," you know, and. 
at the time he was upset but I mean the next day he thanked me because right. he said, you know I would have, oh, I would have struggled really, right. you know uh, he probably pushed himself to injury you know that would, right. you know and then then if you want to get somebody out of there it's it's it's, it's awkward as well because you're off road you know uh, is the is the majority of the marathon is that off road? Well, you have first first twelve k is up on road, and right. then then you're down into into Glen Bay. Uh, it's about eight k down to the castle, and then you come over the hill to Garton. It's about another five k, so it's about thirteen k off road. Right, thirteen yeah. k off road. Yeah. Uh, I haven't done any off road running at all. Uh. So, yeah, so you get the practice. <laughs> you get a bit of practice on that. Uh, you know, it's rough. Some of it's rough enough ground, especially the descent. Uh, when you come off the road in the, after the first section, you're descending down for maybe three, four k downhill all the time, and it's got a loose, loose stone as well. You know, and it depends then if there's if there's been if there's been rain and if you, you know it could be washed some, but it's washed away a wee bit. You know, so right. just to getting used to running that kind of that kind of stuff. You know. Mm. And of course, up, up on top of Muck is just quite stony as well, so you just have to be careful up there as well. Right. You know, so. Just definitely get the trail runners out. <laughs> and what's the? Is there a kind of standard character profile of people that that, that go into the race? Is there anyone that's kind of come on like me before with more or less no experience? Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> uh, there would be there would be people that would have, would have completed it with very little experience, but had put the training in. Put the training. Uh, you know, it's 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 really about putting the training in. I think you know, and of course. After a certain amount of time, it's all it gets to the head as well. Mm. I mean, if you have strong, strong character that way in your mind, like that, you're gonna get through it. You know, uh, I've talked to a few competitors that uh, were were maybe around Garda Hark at, uh, at at night time and at raining and and standing crying under a, at a petrol station, but then <laughs> but then, but then telling themselves. Yeah. Cop, cop, cop yourself out. I won't mention no names. I don't want to embarrass everybody, but uh, but no telling themselves. Well, cut yourself off and, and, and complete it, you know. Still uh, a long still a long way to go. Uh, but you know, just uh, picking yourself up and going again, you know. So you'll get times to get like an endurance event, you'll get times where that mind will start to Ah, uh, you're bound to have the, yeah. the highs and lows. Yeah, yeah. It's the same as that endurance cycling the the five five five, you know, last year there were times I was going out. What am I doing this for? Like, what's what's the point? You know, you know, and the boys in the van saying, "Go on, keep going, keep uh, going." You know, you just go through 10, 15 minutes of it, and then you kind of pick yourself up again and you can push on. You know, but that's uh, it's like anything. I think if you have the training done, yeah. you know, you'll you'll have less of that yeah. mental yeah. problems. You know, so that's that's it. Well, big thing for me is because we're doing this podcast and going so public with it that I'm mm. going to do it. I, I can't pull out now, you know. Right. It's that's something that's really going to spur me on mentally. I think the only thing going to stop is an injury. That's uh, it. Yeah, well, that's it. I mean, if you get injured, it's, there's nothing you can do. I suppose it's, it's, if you're doing something, I guess, too, it's, 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 it's a bit of a motivator as well. Uh, you, you uh, know, so it's, it's not a bad thing, I don't think, you know. But as you say, it's going to make it, going to make it difficult for you to pull out. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> How you see that that muggish climb? Like, is it a, is, does the competitors typically go at a fast pace, or are they, is it? Yeah, well, you'll have the top guys that'll be going flat out, you know, up and down within maybe less than an hour, you know, Aye. you know, but that's phenomenally fast, like, yeah. you know. Um, I think you know if if you, if you can manage muggish in an hour and hour and a half, an hour and a half, say, like you know, you're probably doing okay, you know. Uh, so it's, it's it's boggy at the start, and then it, it gets steep, and then it gets stony, and then. And uh, kind of you have different uh, different elements to it. Yeah. And obviously coming down slippy, and you have, yeah. just have to be careful. You know, there's no point in 
Min tillgång har speciellt när det är inte vanligt. Jag tror att hon är inte Only very, very. It's what easy to say only, but you know. But it's, you got to be careful. You got to watch yourself too. You know, yeah. you, can't, you can't, you can't go mad. Either, you know, so it's just be. Um, like I think now most people, the first few years, people probably didn't recce most of the stuff. They just came and done it and mm. uh, got a few shocks when they came to really golf. But, but I think you're better to go out there and have a have a look at all the, all aspects, of all the different stages, uh, and do even do bits of them. Like you know, yeah, we're definitely going to train a lot of the course. Anyway. Yeah, yeah, we want to be used to it. We don't want to be having any surprises on the actual day. You know. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Cause I remember the first couple of years, people that hadn't hadn't been on Lost Salt before, uh, and. Uh, just coming to that, they were going, oh my God, <laughs> you know, what, what, what are they doing here? What are they trying to kill us, you know? Yeah. You know? So the first year Lost Salt wasn't supposed to be in it. It was only changed two weeks before the start. Right. Uh, it was supposed to go on out, out, on out on the lower road and, and up then, but it thought then it'd be too long on the, on the main road, you know, on the main N56 road, it'd be too busy. So they kind of cut it up, went up Lost Salt then, much to some people's disgust. <laughs> but uh, I, think it, I think actually having Lost Salt in it actually made it, made it, made it, made it, made it a, better, a better challenge. Uh-huh. You know, so. uh-huh. But, uh, yeah. Well, yeah. we haven't even done a hog climb yet. We're we're planning on doing our hog, first hog climb this this week. Oh, yeah, yeah. So, well, nice and dry this weather, isn't it? Mm. <laughs> I do Arago on Sunday morning. Uh, yeah. Well, I've done I've done Arago a few times before, but uh, never, uh, never at any kind of pace or no. anything. Or we're actually we're going to attempt our first kind of transition okay. th- this this week. So I'm going to cycle the Arago, and then get straight off a bike and climb Arago. So. We'll see how that goes. Uh, yeah, it's probably getting used to that uh, that feeling of doing that as well. Mm. You know, it's, it's, uh, you're, you know, if you've ever done duathlons or anything, like you know, you to run and get on a bike and get on a bike and run again, it's, uh, the legs be like jelly. Yeah, right. you know, so it's, it's, it's just getting used to that, you know. So, so it's it's it's, uh, it's good. It's good to cover. That'd be my advice to cover all the stages. I mean, mm. and, uh, uh, you know, and get to know the course because you know surprises then, you know. So. Uh. Well, we do do plan on covering most of the course, right. if not all of the course, and in, in advance of the race anyway. It'll be hard to find uh, some trail runs, you know, for a good distance somewhere handy. Uh, uh you would nearly need to go down uh, there, and you? do the actual run. Uh, mm. Probably better. It's not not going to be easy to get anything that would just match it. Um, yeah, so that's 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 the only problem, I suppose. Better to go to Bucky's actually and do it. Uh, I would think, yeah, just give it a, give it a go. You know, a few times. I mean, I think again, if you have the training done, it's 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 it's, it's a big help. You know, it's it's going to get you up there. You know, it's all about it's all about putting in that training, and then of course the nutrition is another thing. You know, but that's 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 that kind of differs for everybody, really. You know, yeah. um, I, I I found it now talking to most people that have done the race. You get to a certain point where you just can't really eat anyway. Right. You know. You know, after so many hours, you just hard to take anything you know uh, uh, i know some people take that in sure you know it's it's, it's a drink uh, the wee, uh, right. and say that's easy but easier to take but it's just right. the body can't digest then because mm. the, the muscles are working too hard everywhere else just to digest food so it's it's tricky it's tricky um i mean when i was doing the five by five i tried to pick food i would normally eat and try to i didn't i don't never touch gels or nothing because it just would make me sick you know right. so but everybody's different. I mean, some people uh, eat jails all day. Don't uh, wouldn't do them any harm, you know. But um, it's getting kind of good food, you know, good uh, energy food into you. You can, you can, you can stomach, you know. The nutrition is going to be one on the day, uh, like during the event. We're going to have to plan that out. Definitely, yeah. 
Yeah, because you have to, you know, you have your four transitions as well, so you need to have your fruit yeah. in the mm. boxes. And so what is it? You get four transition boxes? Yeah. Is that, um, so where's the first one? Is first, it after the KX? No, it's before. Your first transition's in Remelton. Uh, you come in from the run into the hall in Remelton, and you have a box there. Now, most people don't have a lot of stuff in that box, yeah. obviously, because it's early on. But um, maybe it depends what you're going to wear kayaking as well. If obviously, right. you're going to depend on the weather, what yeah. you're going to wear kayaking as well, you know. So, um, and then then on to Rathmullen, then on the kayak, and then you have an hour transition box there. Right. Then on the, after the bike and muckish transition, uh, kind of that kind of doubles it almost as a two transition because you, you go in and, and change into your gear for, for, for running running up the mountain and you're back and you're changing back into bike gear again. So you have an opportunity then to maybe twice if you want. Right. And then on to Duhry then it's after after the second cycle. So another transition there. So um again there we normally have in that one, we normally have hot soup and stuff there for, for mm-hmm. competitors in that one. Um a lot of people take a lot of time there. Ah, that's just <laughs> so, good. So that, would that be the longest transition? The, I think so. I, for me, like you know, maybe uh, I'll be at that transition. So uh you you kind of watch people and you see how they are and all like, uh, uh-huh. but, you know, after about 40 minutes, you'll be trying to encourage them to maybe to get moving again because right. you sit too long, it's not good either. But uh-huh. uh, so we, we try just keep an eye and say they're okay and get some food onto them and then try and uh, move them on then before they sit too long. Like, and know. what's the kind of typical time on the other transitions? Would it be there long? As I suppose as the risk goes on, they get longer. Risk goes on, get a bit longer. Uh, the top guys, they don't transition very long. You know, they're done and out very quick. Um, I know a couple of years ago, the guy didn't go in at all. He just done it out of, the, out of his bike, you know, or, right. or out just went, he didn't go in and sit in because he felt he would lose too much time doing that, you know. But um, but uh, I would say average half an hour, you know. On, yeah. You know, everybody's different, but I think, mm. you know, it depends what you're what you're planning to eat, how much you're going to eat, what much gear change you're going to do, you know, and that kind of thing as well. So, of course, then the weather, so if, it's, if it's a wet day, it's going to change your, your uh. gear plan. It's going to, you know, uh, so you just have to, there's no point in, you can plan for all the different gear, but you're only going to really know a week out. See the, just on the kayak stage, and the, the wee video I've seen, fellas taking different gear out of their boxes for the kayak stage, is it all open top kayaks or can can you bring along your own No, kayak they're or? all the kayaks provided and they're all sit on top kayaks. They're all sit on tops. Yeah, yeah. Uh. So they're all kind of an equal but um just I had considered that uh, letting people bring their own kayaks and uh. maybe closed cock kayak no kayaks as well, but you could get people coming along that were had a nice sea kayak but were very inexperienced. Uh, the next thing they're capsizing and they can't get out. And you're uh, into all, all sorts of all yeah. sorts of and it doesn't matter if people could tell you their experienced kayak and but you would soon find out. Mm. <laughs> you know. Uh, you know. Well that's uh that's what I spoke to a fellow on foil paddlers that they they were kinda of reluctant to let me just hop on and, yeah. and work away. It was more or less you could go through our course and we'll bring you to a, a level of standard that we're comfortable to let you work away. Or, you know, you can go and do it yourself, but I want to see photos or but it was other that just to know, yeah, right, yeah. this boy can handle himself in the kayak, yeah, I suppose. Yeah. Last thing he wants to be doing is fishing me out of the water yeah. when they're... <laughs> yeah, well, well, less is very rough. I mean, if you have any experience in kayak at all and sit on top, you'll, you'll, you'll stay in, you know, unless yeah. uh, it gets, gets rough or, or just, you kind of overbalanced but I mean if you have enough technique you shouldn't that shouldn't happen huh. but I mean uh, uh, the f- 
the second year, yeah, I think it was the second year we had a castle cat because it, it was just too rough. Mm-hmm. So that was added on, a 10k run was added on. Oh, so it was all, had, a run, had a run from our Melton to Rathmullen instead, yeah. you know, but it was just uh, on the advice of the Coast Guard and that just, right. uh, just had to cancel it. Um, but that could happen any, any year, you know. I was kind of thinking the water was going to be really choppy anyway. Uh, the weather will always be a bit, there's always going to be a bit of chop and I mean, you know, no matter, not, like this year even, it was, it was quite calm, uh, leaving Remelton, like, but it's, cause it's quite sheltered there, but I mean, once you get out, you're always going to get a wee bit, yeah. anyway, you know, it, does, it doesn't matter what, uh, no day that you won't get a wee bit of chop, you know, but um, again, as I say, I, I would advise anybody strongly doing it to get a bit of training in kayaking, mm. just technique training, you know, you know, you don't have to be the fastest kayaker in the world, but yeah. that's to save that energy, on, on, yeah. you know, because... You, you come out of that kayak and your upper body sore your 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 core sore yeah you know and to get on a bike again it's hard it's hard to do because you, you you'll feel it on your arms straight away uh, you know uh, you, the roads are rough enough like you know uh, you'll be you just feel that pain and it's 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 and the core then too is you're on the bike again you know you're uh, it's it's a strong core is a big thing too like to work on you know mm-hmm. to have a good good core strength um uh, that'll save your back and yeah. save your arms and save everything on, on the cake, you know. So Well we've built that under the whole training plan one yeah. day where we just dedicated just to core so have benefit from it. Mm. Yeah, we've one one resistance session in. So he's building up his kinda all over body strength right. for So hopefully it'll pay off in the kayak from. Um, yes. plus just core involved in everything, you know. Yeah. That's, that's it, the point like, you know, that's so it. I, I was listening to your podcast last week and you were you were, you were talking about uh, training for like no more than four or five hours mm. uh, so just I don't know because I've been talking to other people you know and other competitors that have done it like and some have gone 12 hours you know right. just, just to get used to that you know but I mean I suppose everybody's different what way you're right. what way you're going to think about so would they advise that going up there uh, some of them would advise that you know but I mean that's, again there's probably some of the guys that are going out to uh, right, uh, and uh, won it, you know, or be well played on top ten people, yeah. you know. Um, at least you know you you you're kind of good build. You're a good build for it, like you know, mm-hmm. as well as you're you're yeah. not carrying any weight. Or, you know, you're 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 going to be light on the bike as well, yeah. which is a big benefit, you know. Um, you'll be kind of very similar build to the guy who won it the last two years, Marty. Right. You know? <laughs> so that's, that's no a pressure. Help. He needs oh. to watch himself. <laughs> <laughs> that's it, Marty. If you're listening, watch your back. Right? So, <laughs> Yeah, phenomenal, <laughs> phenomenal time by Marty. Reckon his own record. Yeah. What what time did he come along again? I think he was thirteen hours twenty six. That's crazy. That was last year. Uh, well, this year, this year, last oh, one. Well, yeah, yeah. Last one he, he won it the year before as well. Is, is, he, is that the fastest time? Oh, by, by a long way. Well, by, by his own, uh, by, he broke his own record there by about thirty something minutes Jeez. or something. I think it was thirteen fifty seven the year before and thirteen twenty six something around that anyway. Yeah. What kind of training would he be doing? Would he be every day? Uh, been every day, man. He would have been doing long, long bikes, long runs, uh, yeah. and yeah. they do a good bit of kayaking as well. Like so, there was kind of a group of them from around the Melford area the first year, and they all trained together. It was a group of maybe eight or nine all trained together, you know. So which was uh, probably a big help as well. Now, he'd done a lot of training on his own this time because a lot of them boys weren't weren't actually yeah. doing it this time. Uh, but yeah, uh, he's a he's a he's a he's a fat guy, Marty. Now, I would say so. Uh, yeah, yeah. Was there any other ultra endurance events around Ireland with the, doing this kind of distance? There's a there's an Ironman Dublin, isn't there? Ironman, I uh, Ironman would be uh, probably closest. Uh, I'm not sure the one. There's twenty four or one one uh, um, quest. But I'm not sure what the distance are. That's down Kerry. Right. I'm not sure what the distance is in that one now, but 
Um, again, it's probably similar distance, but it's, it's in August. It's the time, right. time of year makes a difference. This one, uh, a lot yeah. of time, you know. But um, and uh, then again, Donegal is just kind of relentless, like, you know, with the hills, you know. Aye. So yeah, so it's it's, it's it's getting all that. I can out how all that works into one one day is as the trick, I suppose. Uh, you know, so. you could have all four seasons on one day. Like yeah, you can uh, very very easily. You know, so it's 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 um, you'd be just praying that it's, you'd be praying it's like it was like this year, so <laughs> like year, so. But uh, you know, you never know. You just don't know what you're going to get. You know, as I said, like we had to cancel it this this year earlier on, so. A couple of days to go, or the beast from the east got us, so but that could happen again very easily. Uh, see, of the competitors that, that don't finish, is there any kind of running theme or, or anything that knocks seems to knock out more competitors than others? Or? Um, not really, I would say some haven't trained enough, uh, some have underestimated what, what's yeah. involved. Um, I mean, uh, I, I, I probably the fact that there's less maybe even in these last few years although the weather's been good I think people have probably researched it more and actually yeah. have come up and recce it more you know, uh, yeah. you know the first couple of years where people just didn't realise what it, what, it, what it involved really the, the distance was one thing 250k but it's a lot different between doing 250k down the Midlands Island and doing uh, 250k in Donegal right. you know because the terrain's just so, so different Like, uh, but I think now most people nearly come up at least one weekend have a look and uh, uh, know what's there, know what's there you know and um definitely people wouldn't have trained or injury and, and maybe try to try to maybe got injured a few weeks out or months out but uh, think thought maybe they could still manage it but if you're carrying any injury uh, you're just not it's, well it's going to be very very tough to to finish it um because any niggle you have is going mm -hmm. to come back and bite you during it like you know it's, 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 there's no getting away from it you know and what's the reason for keeping it at 150? Is that just because? <coughs> well, it, it's actually probably, you know, like I was saying there to Blaine earlier on, you probably need to get 150 entries to get 100 uh, people to take part because yeah, you're right. always going to get a lot of dropouts. Yeah. Just people, again, for the same reasons I just mentioned, they're underestimated, under-trained, you know, or injury. Mm -hmm. You know, maybe it's just something comes up in their personal life that they're not, they don't have time to train. Hmm. Um, 100 was probably... Hundreds probably manageable uh, logistically. It's a bit of a nightmare because it's such a wide area, and and, right. and getting a hundred sit on kegs is not easy either. Um, so it's 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 just you know, and although you could probably handle more, but it's just you're thinking then, oh God, there's a lot of people in the waters, a lot of people out out on the course over a very wide area, you know. So you just have to from it's more of a do a safety really than anything else, you know. But this last number of years, it's uh, well last year now we uh, primal tracking done the tracking, and that does the timing as well. And their their tracking's very good, so we can yeah. almost pinpoint somebody within about ten uh, k, you know, ten k from where the last were. You know, we have a fair idea where they are all the time now. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> First couple of years, <laughs> they weren't sure where some people were. <laughs> they weren't sure where they were. <laughs> yeah. Still a few boys out there. I could be so it was. Uh, <laughs> it was just an nervous wait till we got back, you yeah. know. So it, you know, so now at least that you have that comfort knowing uh, where everybody mm. is, you know. And, and must be a lot of manpower too. They steered that, yeah, that size, yeah. Yeah, you probably you probably have a hundred uh, up to ninety, hundred competitors, but you probably have over two hundred uh, volunteers uh, out on the course, you know, mm. throughout the day, like you know. So uh, it takes a lot of it takes a lot of people to organize it, and and uh, 
I have to say one thing, Donegal, all the support is just phenomenal. Yeah. You know, out on the course at night time and the people out giving you a shout on. And, yeah. You know, it's, it's, uh, that's one thing every competitor would say, they just can't get over how, yeah. how much support there is on, on the course. Like mm. the, how much everybody, uh, how the competitors help each other, each other as well. Yeah. Like, you know, trying to get people, you know, trying to give people a wee G on when they're down. Because you all get into groups. Yeah. You know, at some point along the way, you know, it could be four or five people running together in the marathon. They end up, you know, just trying to keep each other going, you know, so... It's it's good from that point of view, but you're not you're not battling for a place, so, mm. so you're all battling the finish really. Mm. So. Could be a good idea to do a wee bit of networking, we. Ah, well, there's a people there's have a wee forum up. set up there now. Ah, there will be a that forum. Group, uh, that forum. It's good to get on that forum and just keep talking to people because there'll obviously be ones that have done it before on that forum as well. Ah, so you know, it's good there's to a wealth of knowledge well, in there. A lot so. of knowledge mm. there, yeah, yeah. And I mean, I, I was saying to Blade there before we started, you know, there's a few people that he probably should talk to locally that have done it and have good experience of it, Aye. you know, and tell them you know just give you tips uh, as a competitor they can they can only give you really uh, you know I, I can tell you from like an organized point of view but from somebody's actually been out and done it you know it's it's it's, it's good, good to talk to them people as well uh, because it's a good thing you picked us up because we only really knew kind of triathletes and we've, uh, we've spoken to an Ironman and things but um, we haven't spoken to anybody who's actually done yeah. the risk and we didn't know anybody who had done it yeah so yeah, uh, yeah, uh, a few people look there. Uh, I'll, I'll give you a few names. I maybe contact them and, and have a talk with them. I mean, after uh, after the first couple of years, we'd be chatting to people that done Ironmans that and have moved into this, and they were saying that an Ironman would be nothing compared to you know. Not, not I don't mean not, I, don't, I don't mean nothing, but I mean an Ironman would be a lot easier to do. Uh, yeah, you know, they normally run at they normally run better time of year as well mm. and uh, they wouldn't have that terrain as well and that mixture as most of, of of trail running and kayaking and stuff you know although there's a swarm obviously in it, but, but it's just a different just a different type of thing in a way yeah. but uh, there have been a lot of the people that were done probably all the majority would have done Ironmans as well yeah. like, you know so it's, 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 it's but it's just a step up from Ironman you know could uh. we step up <laughs> from what I hear <laughs> I probably should have done an, an Ironman first, or even a triathlon, yeah. or, yeah. or something. I don't know. I think I, I, I think I think you're you'll you'll do it. So I've I've be confident you'll do it. And I think if you put in a good training plan, yeah. um, you have a good trainer here, so you know, and good nutrition, good training plan, and get out and see as much of the course as you can. I think it's it's very very achievable. You know, it's a bit mm. tough, obviously, but <laughs> it's achievable. You know, it definitely is. Well, I don't think we're going to underestimate it. Um, I think as soon as we seen the distance, we went. This is crazy, like you know. So we'll we'll, we'll be taking it very seriously. Like, oh, yeah, yeah, mm. yeah, yeah. Well, to get the best out of it for yourselves, I think you kind of have to do. You know, you have to you have to commit to it as well, like you know. Yeah. So that's what your podcast is helping you do. The pressure. So see the see the endurance events you that you've done before. What way did you did you tipper up your training, or what way did you do your training? What way did you structure it? The, um, the plan update. Like. Well, the first year, the first year done the the, the five 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 solo. I, I, I kind of went out and I started increasing obviously the distances and and the frequency that I went out. Uh, mm. But then maybe with a six weeks to go, I went and done a 220 k cycle or something, which was the worst idea I ever. I couldn't retrain in for two weeks. Was it? Well, I had so we were thinking we were thinking with the long the long training sessions are going to ruin nearly yeah. your next week of training yeah. or. You know, it could be a setback or yeah, anything else. And I think the, sec- the second year then I did it, uh, I think the most I done was uh, 160k, 170k maybe, and on one ride, you know, on one mm-hmm. cycle. So uh, probably put on a lot more 
training at shorter distances, uh, maybe around hundred k is that kind of thing, you know. So I found that helped me, but uh, um, it's, it's I suppose everybody's a wee bit different. That two twenty just killed me. Aye. I well, I was lucky enough. Lucky enough, I had it was about six weeks before it. I've had it maybe done in a month before. Uh, what I really, mm. <laughs> I really been suffering, you know. Um, so I mean. I don't know about uh, I don't know about the twelve hour sessions. I, I think if you did five six hour a week sessions, probably it's probably good enough. Right. You know, mm. um, uh, you know as, as I say, everybody's a wee bit different, I suppose. But mm. what, what the body can recover from too is another thing. You know. Yeah. Yeah. So I, I suppose everybody's recovery rate, recovery rates a wee bit different. So um, I know myself. I've done some of the twelve hour thing. It would take me a good few weeks to yeah. <laughs> come around. Come around again. You know. Mm. Yeah. With the I mean, you the likes of the boys are doing that are doing this all the time, you know. So um, you know they're they're doing events all the time, big events all the time, you know. So uh, that makes a makes a difference as well. See, that's what I'm worried about. Never having never done a big event, like even the thought of staying awake for twenty four hours <laughs> <laughs> is daunting for me. You know, that's your first challenge, right? <laughs> You know, constantly on the go. Head out, head out tonight now and don't come back. Don't come back to eight o'clock. I can go for it. But uh, I had a once, once I think once you're once you're once you're in the race, you know that that, that tiredness can. You know, obviously had good times. Uh-huh. You know, um, last year the solo, I had to get off the bike. I uh, slept for twenty minutes, but I mean, just because I couldn't keep my eyes open anymore. So, but apart from that, you know, it took me nearly 29 hours to do that. So yeah. I only slept 20 hours, 20, 20 minutes and 29 hours, you know, so it's doable. Like, you know, yeah. but, uh, that, that just been on the bike, kind of relentless on the bike. Yeah. Your, your, your eyes start to go. Yeah. You know? But um, even yeah. those wee transitions could be kind of save, your, save yourself men- mentally. Ah, you know? Yeah, that's a, it gives you a break. Yeah. You know, uh, you know night, you're constant a lot too, especially when it gets dark yeah. on a bike, not dark, it's even, with, even with very good lights. It's, Corners come up quick, and Aye. your concentration has to be quite good. Um, yeah. You know, it's, 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 it wears you down me- mentally as well. That you know, it actually probably me- uh, drains you a bit physically as well because you're always you're kind of tense all the time. You know, because mm. you know you're coming down sharp corners, and you have to really be concentrating and watching the road. You know, but uh, would there uh, be many cycling in the dark during the race, or would they? Normally come on just when it's getting dark for the marathon. Yeah, well, well, obviously this year because it's a bit later, it wasn't so bad. But uh, you still have a good few people out that uh. uh, coming through. There's a when you come into Crawley, you, you kind of turn off off left up. The, it's called the Tower Road. It's a real, but I don't know, it's about eight or nine k as was. It's a real wee narrow road uh. and uh, a lot of dips and corners. If you're on there at night, it's not pleasant. Um, uh. So. I'll be I'll be aiming to get try to get to, try to get through that <laughs> in daylight if you could. I don't know, mm. but I mean again, if you plan, if you go to plan, you probably will. But that's not a nice not a nice road to be on at night, you know. So mm. it's, it's 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 one of them things. But I mean, that's again, it's part of the challenge. If if uh, if you can get there before that, fair play to you, like you know. Mm. It's, uh, but it's a, just an, uh, not a nice road to be on in the dark. What if you get any issues with your bike or anything or throughout the race? Because it's unsupported, can can anyone come along and help no, you? Or? No, the only one can help you is not a competitor. Not a competitor. Yeah, yeah. Right. If, you, if you break something, you can't fix it. Have you ever lost anyone over? just because of Yeah, damage? yeah, had people who broke chains. And, and they're out? Out, yeah. Oh. Actually, the guy, the guy that works for me, it was, it was having to broke his chain, like, you know, but it was, it was somehow. That's you know. heartbreaking. Uh, yeah. Even there, can you you could carry a spare chain on your back? Probably, yeah, or a spare link, you know, a spare link, a spare link, link at least. Uh, just learn how to 
they had a quick drink, you know. That's uh, that's all what it took. But I mean, just one of them things. He didn't have it, and, that's, uh, uh, and nobody that came along was. See if you're off. If you're off, if you stopped even for half an hour, you're gonna uh, you're gonna seize. You know. You know. So you're you have a bit. You have a short wonder to get it fixed, get going again as well. Like you know. Uh, so you can't you can't really cool down for say for an hour because you just wouldn't. Uh, you'd probably end up pulling the muscle then as soon uh, as you start again. You know. But uh, well, even that kind of whole bike maintenance side as well you would need to need to be mm. up the spec yeah it'd be that. good to do a bit of that because then yeah. at least you know it'd be, it'd be terrible about where i can have a fixable problem you uh, know what i mean that's something uh, that you could have fixed yourself you know or or you got one of the competitors give you a hand to fix you know it's just to go out something so simple <laughs> could be something with them and no we do a demo of them or like they train on uh, you could just pop off a bike and you know whatever yeah take a wheel off take a chain off yeah I couldn't even tell you how quick I could change the tire, like, but mm. it wouldn't be fast anyway, and you wouldn't want to be losing time on something that mm. yeah. that could could easily be resolved. Yeah, well, it depends, you see, too. If, it's, if the weather's cold, if it's wet, even t- trying to change a tire, and, uh, and then uh, conditions not easy, you know. It's just, so it's mm. just something uh, you probably get to try and get a wee bit slick at, you know, uh, if you can change it, change it fairly quick, you know. Another thing I picked up online was there's no no music, no MP3s. No, or, no. Is there a reason for that? Is it? That's a safety issue. It's just safety really, thing. It's really that people can hear traffic. Right. Basically, that's that's the idea. That um, I know. I don't know if everybody strictly adheres to that, but right. the, the, uh, if anybody's caught and definitely caught in the bike with them, uh, right, you know. Right. Um, would uh, there be more? Would there be a bit of leniency when you're running? Uh, or? I, I don't know. I, I would. I've never actually can I come up with, witnessed <laughs> anybody with an empty player, but I've been told right. they had it running, but. I've never actually watched, actually witnessed anybody with one, whether they kind of hide them at the start or whatever. But um, you know, but it's it's, it's probably just it's a safety issue. Um, I mean, nobody really can police that as such. Ah, but ah. Uh, we're just hoping that people will respect the rule. You know, right. And, and, right. And uh, but most people do. Um, I have to say, most competitors are always pretty good on, on the rules. You know. No, uh, makes sense. Like you don't want to be, especially at night time. You don't want to be cycling along or away. No. No, we want your senses eliminated yeah, by music, yeah, yeah. you know. Yeah, even for your own safety, I mean, it's just just hear even another cyclist maybe you know, just uh, next mm. thing you pull it or yeah. pull it, uh, and, yeah. know, you know, or just a wee wobble, a wee wobble, and and shoulder or, somebody or, off a bike. You know, you know, it's just you gotta you gotta you gotta take uh, that side of things kind of seriously, all right, you know. So, but uh, I mean, I suppose it's just another uh, that's, a, that's another thing you have to deal with, just uh, <laughs> you know. Hard enough, but that's another thing. Then you don't, you don't don't have the comfort of your own music, you know. Uh, so, well, that's, that's, uh, yeah. That's, uh, just doing uh, your own thoughts then that's for it uh, plenty of time to think yeah. <laughs> you have any big any big ideas now that's it that's the last fall that's the day to think about it <laughs> epiphanies yeah <laughs> hey but you'll be just listening to yourself constantly saying to yourself give up stop uh, give up stop now uh, we're just going I need to keep going I need to keep going yeah, you could get a you could get a perfect run as well where you're kind of comfort you just get comfort in This is easier than I thought. Well, yeah, <laughs> anyway, it's gonna happen. Some, some people get into a zone just they're happy. You know, they're happy to go to a nice steady pace all Aye. the way around and and, uh, and and make it no problem. But I mean, again, I would think I know myself. Uh, that I, yeah, I would get the, the few dark moments there and mm-hmm. again that you're going, oh god, what am I doing this for? You know? uh, <laughs> I think when when it actually gets dark as well, your whole mood's gonna right. change. Yeah, and... yeah. yeah. That's a, that's a, I suppose once 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 the sun goes down, uh, that's a, you kind of get starts to get maybe the weather go, goes colder or uh, whatever you know. It's just uh, it's naturally you want to sleep. Uh, it's just and mm. that's it. The, the brain's telling you 
You shouldn't be doing this now. That's, uh, <laughs> <laughs> this time of night. <laughs> and if you're separated from a group, you're running on your own or you're cycling on your own, you're like, yeah. Uh, yeah. I wouldn't panic would set on there, like. Uh, yeah, yeah. But some people, some people like doing that. It's like I've noticed. I've asked some people we would have seen there uh, on the on the marathon. I'd be coming back from the Dury transition, and you'd see maybe a runner and another runner, maybe uh, twenty yards up the road, and maybe another runner, another twenty yards. And yeah. I kind of was just curious, and I just uh, asked them, "Why did you not just uh, bunch together?" And I said, "I prefer to run my own." You right. know, uh, you know. But some people like it. Then maybe up the road you'll get a bunch of five. Uh, maybe run uh, together you know so just everybody's different it just depends what um, and some people don't like ask other, asking other competitors can they run with them in case uh, they, they really want to say no but they won't, they won't say no yeah, you know yeah. but, uh, and in case somebody's planning on racing it and they are guys just look when they finish yeah, yeah. would you have many people getting lost no luckily enough uh, is it well well signed well, well signed uh, and well marshaled uh, and mm. then the trackers now are a big benefit uh, I mean you're supposed to carry your phone as well but <coughs> so we can, uh, can tell fairly quick if somebody goes off course um, uh, there was one year where a guy kind of done an extra loop he came around you know uh, he took it just took instead of going right he went left right. and they came back onto the course again right. they probably done an extra maybe five or six key but uh, so but uh, Somebody picked him up and took him. Kind of figured that's how much time he lost, yeah. and, right. and took him took him on a bit, like, you know. Right. So, uh, but apart from that, no, we're very <laughs> very fortunate in that respect that we actually never actually lost. Uh, not lost, <laughs> but, but somebody yeah. took the wrong uh, went the wrong way, you know. Mm. But, uh, there was one other year that uh, I don't know what happened. Uh, Marshall uh, didn't stay where they were supposed. You know, just had to go or whatever happened. But some of the guys went on and took a road, but they came back on. Maybe lost two or three k, you know, but it uh, wasn't like a a major problem. I'm sure they weren't happy at the time, but uh, these things happen. I mean, it's just one of one of the things. The signs were there, but they just didn't see them. You know, I think it was dark. We were tired. You know, I think one 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 fellow said that there was I think four or five. One fellow says that was definitely the right way. Another four followed them. Just you know, and what happens to because people just think, oh, he knows, I'll I'll follow them. Just when you're tired, you just you don't think you know, the uh, thinking goes out the wonder, you know. I would say so. But, uh, no, no. I would have imagined that there would have been a good few people who really got lost, but I suppose no, no, it's probably lucky. a credit to uh, your organisation. Yeah, and very lucky that way. Now, all right. Uh, well, I suppose it's, it's, it's a lot of. Uh, I suppose it's down to the, the volunteers that are right. out on out on the road and and all the signage that goes up. Like it takes about two days to put up signage and it takes about two days to get all the areas. You know, because you're, you're covering such a vast area, like you know. So. Uh. But there's a lot, of, a lot of logistics in it. Um, but I mean, it's much better now than it was the first couple of years. With people's stuff was in plastic bags and uh, it was army tents and the weather was horrendous and everybody's coming into transition. People's clothes were wet and their food was wet. Oh. And, <laughs> you know, they had to get into wet gear. And, oh, oh. Man, it was all like you have a hall now in Remelton and you have a big container up in Rathmullen and you have another container in a Forty foot container up at Muckies, and you're back into a, a lounge of a pub in, in Dury, so it's quite quite comfortable compared to what it was the first few years. But, <laughs> so it's like a wee holiday. A wee holiday. Yeah. <laughs> I think it's getting too easy. <laughs> 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 what what's the toilet situation? What is is there is there a toilet at every transition point? Uh, well, there's a toilet that hall in Remelton, and then there's uh, Portaloos there in in Rathmullen. And then there's Portaloos up at Muckish Mountain, and there's Tartus in the pub in, right. in Dury. So, and then I think the um, 
sure if there's toilet. I'm not. I've never been down. So some points I've never been at myself right. during the race, but right. I'm not sure if there's actually. Uh, I think there's a public toilet down there in Glenvay Castle as well. When you're kind of halfway through the, hmm. halfway through the run as well. So, um, it's not so bad. Like so, it's just, it's just fairly well, fairly well uh, sorted for toilets. Yeah. Right. facilities. Yeah, so it's not so bad. I mean, during the day, anyway, there's always places you can go and during the Aye. day. I suppose just that, that section at night time. Uh, yeah, but... Sure, no one will see you. No one will see you. <laughs> <laughs> You're in vast open areas yeah. at that stage. And, uh, no houses in there. Um, I don't know. It's, 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 a, it's a tough old course now, I'll tell you. I don't, I don't want to put you off now. <laughs> you pay, you've already signed up on them. Do you offer training? For competitors coming up to the event, uh, we would have run uh, training weekends. I would have done uh, cycling and the kayaking. Um, don't really bother running because people kind of manage running themselves. So what we would have done, we took uh, maybe on the, <coughs> on the Saturday, we would have just went around some of the cycling course, the tougher bits, maybe over to Lost Salt and places like that. Done a few sections of that. Then maybe on Sunday morning we'll do uh, some kayaking and more people. So people seem to like that. So uh, we just do that right at the centre there. So. In Garten, so it was seemed to be beneficial to some people where you're been you're been trained by uh, proper kayak uh, instructors uh, as well, uh, yeah. and now would that would go out with some of the bikers there, and, that, and just just go around the course really, you know, just to show show them what what's in front of them really. And how long before the event they start doing? Uh, probably about, uh, what did we do it in November? I think maybe not November, and maybe I think it was around November, December. If my mm. memory serves me right now. Um, just then, I mean, now what I like with other competitors might come up, and give you a call, like you know, like just go and say, listen, we'll go out for a spin, we'll do that section and eight. You want yeah. to come up? A guy from Cork last year came up, like to do it. So, I mean, I haven't done the first cycle section, so it's just I thought I don't think any made it because of the change of the date and all. But you know, any time at all, if um, this is like any any competitors that are listening to this, any time at all, just give us a shout. This. There's plenty of good cyclists around Donegal who gladly go out with anybody. You know, if, uh, if I can't go, somebody will always ever go. You know, I'm involved in the Letterkenny Cycle Club as well, so there'll always be some us around as well. And there's mm. plenty, plenty of guys in and uh, around Letterkenny would gladly take anyone out for a, for a spin, yeah. so no problem anytime. Speaking of uh, competitors listening, if there's anyone listening that hasn't signed up yet, as there still spaces left? Should uh, I was talking to Catherine there last week from South Africa, so I think she sent me a list there that said there's 52, 52 had signed on this year then because of the change of date last year, there was about 30 to 40 had deferred. And right. this year, some have, some have deferred to 2020, but it'll be good. So you're, you're, you're talking to me still last, still places there yet. Still yeah, places Still left. places there yet at the moment, don't I? Um, and it's just the the race website, the race dot The race dot yeah, you get all the information there. Um, and then they obviously they they send you out the registration form as you know. Yeah. Again, uh, that that's all dealt with in Dublin by Self Help Africa. Um, so ah uh, yeah, there's, there's anybody thinking of it? It's it's, it's a <laughs> it's a time now to be thinking of signing up. <laughs> um, because you have to really probably start thinking about tra- training your, tra- your training now. Really, uh, you know, so you're kind of looking. Probably less than your lesson. Okay, it must be thirty six weeks now because mm-hmm. we had a forty week training yeah. plan and we're four yeah, weeks yeah, in yeah. now. So. Yeah, so you know that doesn't belong. Doesn't no. belong creeping around, you know. Yeah. Yeah. That's what I was thinking. We're like nearly ten percent under the training plan now. Yeah. Feels like we've just started. We are. Yeah. yeah. So. Yeah. <laughs> feels like I haven't made any progress. <laughs> 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 we did very well last year. Yeah. 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 Yeah.
sell the podcast. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> that should help us. <laughs> coming is there a talking section? The <laughs> You're coming to experts of the podcast. Uh, <laughs> Very good setup here. <laughs> uh, so you're doing your kind of your soft tissue work this week. It's kind of uh, relaxed. Uh, it feels pretty relaxed uh, this week, like. But the Sunday was supposed to be a rest day, but we we said we would try that mm. long run. So I'm actually really looking forward to that. Uh, I can't can't wait to it. Probably, probably is uh, how you find the heat now. Right? This mm. uh, is tough. It's tougher to get your uh, distances up now with the heat. Uh, it's uh, good training all. <laughs> all helps. I uh, I don't mind getting out in the good weather. I guess no, rather have that than the, yeah. the one time rain blast me in the yeah. face, but. Mm. I suppose that's the only thing you have to get out in the winter too now when that's uh, getting uh, closer to the time you need to get out in them conditions get used to them. Uh, you know, it's, it's, it's no point in heading off and doing warm weather training. You know? <laughs> 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 you have to get out in the one in the rain and, uh, and just, that's, that's it. You know, your early mornings and out in the dark and uh, just get used to it. That was one of the things that killed me on the the day I ran the marathon was the heat because... When I when I had done my whole training plan, if I looked out the window and it was raining, I didn't run. <laughs> if it was too warm, I didn't run. I was just expecting the perfect day on the day, and then the sun was beating down. And I was just <laughs> getting toasted for twenty six miles. It was really hot. I was kind of the start of the uh, the weather experience in the demand. Like it was really hot. Yeah, yeah. Hot uh, weather stuff. I, I was I was I was I was helping out the half Ironman there in Downing's there last Saturday. Oh my God, it was uh, hot. I would um, imagine. I suffered a lot. Some people, uh, it was just so warm. It was like it was 29 degrees. Like it was, <coughs> I know a few fast runners who, like the heat is just, it absolutely kills them. Uh, like kills them. Yeah. Mm. yeah. That could have happened. It's no years. joke. That happened about two years ago. In the, uh, two years ago, uh, the race was kind of very warm. It was about 16 degrees. Right. And everybody was expecting real cold weather. Uh, and everybody was dreading. Oh, on the, uh, on the, on the bikes, on the bikes, they were too, you know, sweat was pumping out of them, and they were just, uh-huh. you know, they couldn't, all this gear, they had no real light gear with them, so it was just one of them things, I suppose, you have to just, uh, it was kind of a freak day, kind of, kind of came out of nowhere uh-huh. almost, you know, but uh, it was uh, it was just very, very warm, like, you know, we were standing in t-shirts over Derry at five o'clock in the evening, you know, uh, it was uh, unbelievable, uh-huh. but uh, you just have to, I think you pack for everything and uh, see what happens. Mm. I mean, two, 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 two days you'd normally know two or three days beforehand what it's going to be like, you know. Uh, so just well, even the like we're in the the middle of a heat wave now at the minute, but because I'm working nine to five, by the time I come home, get my dinner, get changed, no, I'm still not out running. They, you know, half seven yeah. eight, so I'm not really getting the the yeah, full yeah. heat like. Uh, yeah, so it hasn't been bad. It's actually yeah. been really nice getting yeah. out training at that time. I suppose that other thing, uh, just uh, just kind of talking about gear there, it's just uh, good gear, like uh. good rain gear, especially a good coat on the bike. You know that you know you, you don't sweat too much in, but it still keeps the water out. You uh. know, it's, it's even well worth spending a bit of money on a very good jacket. You know. Well, it's after we put the first podcast out. Uh, there was a girl Nicola met sent me a message and she was like, she used to run triathlons. She asked me what kind of shoes you wearing, and I says just cheap ones I got and before the marathon she's like no no not if you're doing this she's like if I'm uh, you know putting something under this I will get you a pair of good running shoes so yeah. that was that was brilliant like she's yeah, she's good. been really helpful that's good so. yeah, yeah. I know yeah. yeah I suppose good gear is important right because I mean I suppose so if you start running now and running you know runners especially probably the time you get to March 
you're going to be on to a second pair of mm. at that stage. So I suppose it's just, that's yeah. being careful that you don't that you break them shoes on too yeah. and all that kind of stuff that you've broken. You know, you've used all the gear that you're going to use. Yeah. I suppose that yeah. you don't want to be using something on the day that you haven't been used to. Yeah. You know, so just wee things can throw you off. Yeah, you know, wee, wee small details can be the killer sometimes. You know, and it's like maybe taking something food wise that you haven't been taking. Uh, you know, and all of a sudden you take it and uh, maybe a gel, a type uh, of gel you haven't used taking or something. Uh-huh. Then, like, oh, God, that just makes you sick. Uh-huh. <laughs> all right, well, I think we're going to use the one kind of gel uh-huh. in the training on the way up there and then use that during the, yeah. the oh, event too. Yeah, the best of you, all right, yeah. yeah. I suppose mm. then it's just food-wise, I suppose it's, it'll get to a point where you won't, it'll be just treaty kind of stuff you're looking uh-huh. for. <laughs> no, uh, just, just to keep you going. Uh-huh. Uh, just to get you through the last... Four or five hours, maybe you know. Mm. That's, 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 that's again, I suppose it's more of a mental battle at that stage, yeah. anyway. You know, so. Well, I'm planning on coming in under my thirteen hours. <laughs> <laughs> that's, that's what great. was that one on time again? Uh, thirteen twenty-five, maybe you can yeah, do it. Thirteen twenty-six last, we'll last, last time. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you can do it when you hear it, So I uh, know you'll, you'll, I think you'll, you'll manage it, anyway. Uh. Mm. Yeah, what time do you think I'll come on? Start running a book now. Uh, running a book on this podcast. <laughs> I t- tell you what we should do. We should yeah. everybody that comes in, uh, we'll get them we'll to get guess a, the time. We'll get a pull going. Uh, yeah. we'll get, get a pull going, and then whoever wants, I'll buy my pint afterwards. Or <laughs> so you have to guess a time right down to the second. Oh, what right. time do you think I'll come on? You have to go to weather conditions. On a, a good day, I'd say it'll come on. Twenty hours thirty six. Oh, and that's a good day. Oh, a good day. Yeah. <laughs> and I remember Sean's in the worst position for us too because we're the we're the furthest out. Uh, As we get closer, we'll know more about yeah, how right, how right, good right, you right, are and how the trading's going. Yeah. Hold on. So it's twenty hours thirty six minutes uh, on a bad day. How many seconds? Just oh, in case someone uh, else says the same. Sixteen. Sixteen seconds. seconds. <laughs> and on a bad day, I'd say twenty three twenty. <laughs> 23, 20. And how many seconds? Uh, 32. 32 seconds. <laughs> <laughs> well, aim for the good day. Right. We'll, we'll come up with a prize for the pool. Aye, I will definitely get a prize. It'll probably end up somewhere between that. Maybe uh. It could be half good, half bad day. But, <laughs> <laughs> uh, no, you could, I mean, uh, like a thing, you know. Uh, so, it's a bit unfair, because as you say, I don't really know. Uh, in six months' time, somebody will be able to say, Oh, well, ah, they can he's doing a lot check of training. Blaine. Account and uh, see I've, what I've been watching Blaine there, he's doing a lot of training. <laughs> yeah, because we'll have more information on our speeds and stuff like that, you know. Come, so you're know. definitely rolling out the less than 13 hours. Right? <laughs> <laughs> First time round, I guess. Most people, anybody that does it twice, they always does a better time uh, the second time round because uh, experience, you know, yeah, of course, yeah, experience yeah. counts for a lot as well, you know. so that's normally always the case, unless obviously something happens injury wise. But I know you had mentioned Sebastian there that had a pull out with the cramps. Like, ah, you know, that's uh, right. Uh, I felt so sorry for him. Yeah, you, know, uh, you know, just a couple hours later he was okay again. But I mean, and where did he come from? To, to well, he's he's from he's from France originally, but uh, I think he lives in Dublin. He lives in Dublin. He lives in Dublin. Yeah. Lives in Dublin. But it's uh, two guys that always come over as well. He's done it a few years, Sebastian. So they came over from France to support right. him, but. Just unfortunate, you know, they had oh. a pull out mm. after putting in all that training, and then he went, he went, he went real well. Then last year he was leading at one point, and then right, everybody kind of fell back a wee bit. Then I think still finds top ten. Though, uh. So, would you get that? Would you get that? Would you get many people coming from abroad? They 
Tak for det. Ja, jeg har fyrt, og jeg har fyrt folk fra Switzerland, og jeg har fyrt fra England, og jeg har fyrt folk fra Amerika, og jeg har fyrt Irish, men jeg har fyrt fra Amerika, og jeg har fyrt Very good. Uh, yeah, I get it. I always get a few. Uh, a couple of guys from Spain one uh, year or two. Uh, uh, there's a guy like the our Facebook page, the uh, Costa 250k. Um, he's run the race. Um, just trying to find here now. He's the, he's coming over for the race anyway. I can't even find it, but it's. Ah, I'll be always a few. All right, will come over. Yeah, some some good some good athletes. Yeah, it's nice. Nice to see a few international athletes come as well. Ah, uh, right. definitely. Yeah. yeah so. The guy had won the first year, he was from Canada. Right. Uh, Bill Wells. Fella, yeah. he came Did he come from Canada just to run the race? Uh, yeah, he had relations in Donegal, but he, that's what he does. He actually does it as 11. He does ah, adventure right, racing yeah. as 11, you know. So uh, he came over to do it. He was the first runner. Uh, so he was, what was it, 16 hours or something, I think, right. as far as I remember. Yeah, so I've been dropping. Uh, <laughs> been dropping uh, well, you would expect that? You would ah, expect that. Right, uh, uh, people know more about it now. Uh, uh, yeah. So maybe I was too high in your 20 years. <laughs> <laughs> I'd have to, have to Can't it. change it. I'd have to revise it. <laughs> hope, I hope I'm wrong. I hope I'm wrong. Yeah. I hope you're right. At least I'm punishing. <laughs> yeah, that's, 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 that's true. That's true. That's true. Uh, no, yeah, I think I'll make it all right. Uh, oh, no injuries is the one. That's the one. No injuries now for training and no injuries during the event. That's, yeah. that's, uh, that's the one. Let's get you through it. It's the, it's the kind of event that it doesn't really matter what place you come in if you've done if you finish that event you've achieved something yeah. ah. a once in a lifetime achievement like you know yeah, yeah true yeah so as we would say we, we are, I always say every year at the presentation it's, it's, it's an achievement even to get to the starting line because mm. you put on 10 months yeah. <laughs> 10 months of training to get there you know even if you don't finish it's still a, still a big achievement to, to get there you know a lot of people don't get to the starting line you know so, ah. you know, so it's good if you can manage it yeah I will. We'll we'll definitely get the start the starting line anyway. Yeah. Finish line we're worried about. We have the paint on the twenty first, is it? Twenty uh, first um, of March. Do, does many people go for paints after, or do they just ah, collapse? Yeah, well, a lot of people have, uh, come from down the country, so they have to go home. But uh, we always have a week kind of gathering there, can I afterwards uh, uh, on the Sunday night, just a bit of food and. An IV drop. An IV drop. Yeah. We we were in um, is it the Singham pub up in the Downlands? Yeah. Uh, this year we we took the took the wine up just to the beach, um, when we ran there it must have been the day after the race and two fellas that had run the race come on and they just I, I mind they're sitting there with a pint in their mind thinking. I would love to be be in that position. <laughs> yeah, there, yeah, yeah. Medals round their neck and a pint in front of yeah, them. Yeah, just, that's it. That's. That's that's now the, that's your goal now. Uh, <laughs> the singing pub. For the singing pub. <laughs> I'll go there regardless. <laughs> you're halfway through that first half marathon. You're like, let's go to the singing pub. That's it. Be cycling past it. Calling. We'll put a link for the cycling club and you know obviously the 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 wrist website and all that kind of stuff but if, if there's any contact info would you want to give out to anybody listening if they want to get in if they well, want to get in contact with you or yeah i'll just give you the center number there it's uh if anyone's can contact me directly it's uh 074 uh, they'll get me there the center 
Um, if they want to, if they can't get me, you can always contact Catherine herself. I've actually she'll contact me anyway. Yeah. If you've got any questions, so it was Catherine actually that contacted me. About, uh, about uh, she's been great. We've been yeah. dealing back and forth yeah, with her. So, very responsive. So, uh, ah, they're quite good. Uh, quite good myself. They're our Africa office there, so they'll keep us in touch with anything. Um, and again, as I says, anybody has any questions or or uh, any any wants to do any sections of the cycle. I'll gladly gladly go out with them or get somebody to go out with them, you know, so anytime at all, no no problem. Mm. Um, will, we always do our best to help the competitors. Right. The, we know it's a, <laughs> we know it's a tough under a tough ass to do it, like so. Right. We'll do our best, so no problem. Yeah, no problem at all. Well, thanks very much for coming up and getting this. Yeah, I don't know you that. Thank you, Sean. No, 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 half an hour is not too bad. Uh, uh, no. So no, I enjoyed it. So. I'm, ho- I'm looking forward now to hearing uh, some the final cut. Uh, well, the final uh, <laughs> no, some more competitors on top. Uh, right, right, yeah, Hopefully, yeah. get some of them on now and and see what they think and what uh, advice they can give you mm-hmm. and get you get you get you get you through it. Uh, <laughs> I'm really looking forward to talking to a few of the uh, previous competitors. Definitely previous competitors. I'm looking forward to that. Mm-hmm. Right, so I'll uh, I'll say all the best to you anyway. And hope it all goes well. Mm-hmm. Hope the training goes well. Thanks very much. We'll uh, see you in Garden on the on twenty third of March. Uh, hopefully, fingers crossed. Hopefully, <laughs> hopefully, right. <laughs> right. Thanks very much. Oh, well, thank you. This has been the Coasty Two Hundred and Fifty K podcast. You can follow our journey online at the Coasty Two Hundred and Fifty K Facebook page, Instagram, or EdinburghFitness.com.